Warning, in this episode, we're going to be talking about them naughty words, the ones that appear on pages. That's right. We ain't talking about hentai today. We're talking about something even worse. <laughs> what is this accent? Dogens. What is, what is this accent right now? I, I have no idea. <laughs> what is this, this, is my, this is my, uh, Mason doesn't want to actually warning. be known as a, oh, warning, warning, warning. Warning. <laughs> I'm not sure what accent that was. It turned southern at the end there. Yeah. (laughs) So, hey, guys. We have another um, hentai episode for you. Is it 168? Is that what we are up to? That's what I think so. Alrighty. So, our hentai uh, shows are not out yet. I believe that is next week. So, and also, Mitz is not here today. It's just Mandy and Mason. So, we we are discussing doujin series that are based off of popular franchises so what is a doujin mason i have no idea but uh it's good stuff uh no <laughs> a doujin. i thought mason was gonna have my back here i, I, I didn't i didn't know it's uh <laughs> it's a it's a work that's done by a group of fans or an individual that kind of is a fanfic but better uh no it's essentially anything can be a, a, a doujin whether it be a comic series or a magazine or a novel but essentially taking something usually an established franchise but not always and putting your own spin on it and in these cases uh these are all uh sexual doujins basically doujins are like self-published works kind of like indie games except um you know these are you know published by the author and yeah a lot of them are based off of are existing franchises and they exist in kind of like a, like a little gray area because there are doujin stores in Japan and technically they are using somebody else's IP but um, it's kind of like a little gray area where a lot of people won't pursue doujins because it is kind of like um, you know you know kindling the fire in the in the fan community and also kind of just free advertisement <laughs> or advertising um, I don't know. I, think, I feel sorry. like a lot of people who make doujins kind of use them as a stepping stone at times also mm-hmm. to get their name out there into more, you might even say credible works. Uh, if you've ever heard of Comiket, a lot of places like that are mm-hmm. kind of where people like this come together and give these self-publishers a chance to sell their creations and not yeah. just, obviously with the internet, it's been able to proliferate more, but a doujin itself is kind of its own community within culture. Yeah, and um, a lot of them are amateur-made, like they're by um, people who are not established authors, but not always. Sometimes there are a lot of um, very well-established mangakas who also do doujins of other series and also just their own, um, like self-publish their own um, just creative stories. So I know like the author of Food Wars started out doing hentai doujins. I think a lot of mangakas start out doing hentai doujins. Like, it's not abnormal at all. It's it's very common. <laughs> it's kind of like the easiest way to get your name out there is by doing hentai doujins, going to Comic Kit, self-publishing your own stuff, and uh, passing that around. I think one of ours today is even um, by a very well-known hentai artist. So uh, we'll be discussing that later on. So which ones are we doing today? We're doing, we got four juicy cuts for you guys today. Well, we have an Evangelion doujin, uh, a Gintama one, a Monster Hunter one, and a Persona 5 one. And obviously not all doujins are lewd and sexual and hentai based, Mm -hmm. 
But uh, all the ones we have for you today of are course. indeed saucy. It's and the honestly, hentai episode. <laughs> honestly, like when it comes to like manga and anime, like usually I'm 50-50 between which version, which medium I think represents a work more. But normally when it comes to like the sexual stuff, I almost always tend to prefer like written, drawn out works than animated hentai. I think the mm. the budget that animated stuff usually get is just not enough to adequately express what's there and it has a very cheap feel to it whereas on a very low budget a creator with enough time can make a great piece of art so mm-hmm. i tend to prefer these to animated stuff but uh, i could start with anything what are you thinking so one of ours is very very story heavy and it's funny because it almost doesn't even feel like a hentai it feels more like it's not yeah exactly it's more like um just a fan version of, um, we'll, we'll just go ahead and start with Evangelion. That's the one we're sure. talking about. Um, all of these, I know the Persona 5 one and the Evangelion one are very well known. The other two I kind of just grabbed out in the community just trying to find things that I was interested in. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no shame in that. And I would love to do this again because there are ones from very big franchises. Like I, when I was looking through the website Faku, they had like One Piece ones and they had like Dragon Ball Z and all kinds of uh, doujins out there. All, of course, sexy. But um, we'll go ahead and start with the Evangelion one. This one is called Retake. There are eight chapters total. We only read chapter one because it's like, I think chapter one was like, what was it, like 200 or 100 pages, it's something like, like that? It was, yeah, it was like 90, 100 pages long. And this is by artist Kimi Maru, who I don't so, know if this person has done anything else. I believe, and I could be wrong, this is the person who uploaded it. Mm, Digging it into a little deeper. I discovered quite a bit. So this is called Retake. Obviously, it's done by Eva. It's uh, the author, when I looked up on the wiki, was done by Studio Kimigabuchi, which uh, I was like, okay, why is it a studio? Um, There's actually a motherfucking soundtrack that goes with this. What? That's cool. (laughs) This is more than just like, like they compose like a whole like, auditorial like experience to go with it and i couldn't find like if you like are supposed to listen to stuff at certain moments but like if you look up retake soundtrack on google like they also composed other stuff to go with it which i love i love that kind of weird indie stuff that goes with it this one is was really cool because when i was looking at hentai ones this was on a hentai doujin website but when you read it it's not like a hentai at all it does have sex scenes but it's mostly just psychological drama of course with it being evangelion and it actually ended up being really cool and just kind of like an alternate version of the story so i was i was very hesitant going into this because Ava has a lot of the younger characters in it yeah. with a lot of severe mental issues mm-hmm. and i was like this is already off the bat like not my cup of tea seeing that kind of stuff and Eva is a series I really enjoy and this takes place kind of a continuation after the end of Ava mm-hmm. and as Mandy said like this is not hey you want to see these people have sex <laughs> Get whatever no it's like it takes 70 pages before yeah. any stuff starts getting seamy like this is actually like a super artistically and symbolically good representation of the series and it's more of like a sequel with romantic elements and like the sex is like a side effect more than like a hybrid boob cash grab mm. um and yeah it's like a kind of 
explores for 70 pages the romance that kind of blossoms between Shinji and Asuka as they mm-hmm. kind of deal with the stress of piloting these mechs and the harassment they're getting from their father and mother figures and kind of the loss they're feeling. And like kind of at the end, they kind of learn to appreciate one another and the feelings they have. And only then do they have like a pretty plain inoffensive mutual and quick sex scene. And I'm not if even only- sure if it happened either. It's very psychological where it feels like that was all imagined. It's all in the head. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it might have. <laughs> like, if only Shinji rolled up his sleeves and got in the mech the way he gets in Asuka, like, maybe people wouldn't be so annoyed with Damn. him. Damn. <laughs> uh, um, also, trigger warning with this one, for sure, because there are uh, some... I guess I'm just going to have to say Eva. it. I'm just going to have to say it. the trigger warning is suicide, for sure. So Yeah, uh, it wouldn't be Eva without, like, a twist like that yeah, at the end. Yeah. Yeah, this one was, um, it's crazy that it was on a hentai website when I was just looking for popular franchises and I stumbled across this one. I was like starting to read it. Like I, I skipped through it. I was like, wow, this is mostly story and like the sex scenes not even to the end. But I didn't read any of it. I just was just skipping through it. And then when I went back to read it, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> no, this is actually really good. Like it's not a good, like if you're just trying to get your rocks off, I would not recommend no. this. But yeah. if you're just like, I really like Eva, and I don't mind a little bit of sex in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely check it out. And there's seven more chapters that we haven't dug into, and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm assuming it keeps up the quality and same general relationship of stuff. I mean, obviously the the suicide that happens at the end of this first chapter, like we see, you kind of see it coming. There's like a confrontation earlier, mm-hmm. and you wonder because of the character that does it and what they can do uh it will definitely come back into the fold so this is just a good piece of work yeah and this great fanfic and i guess this was perfect for me i enjoyed this yeah this, this one was good really good and uh, the art's pretty good too so um definitely check that one out i'm curious if this one sold at comic cats i could definitely see see this being a comic kit work for sure so that that was retake mm-hmm. and uh yeah i think we both give it a thumbs up yeah for sure um, the next one that I have on my list is called Manhan no Erohan, which is a monster hunter doujin. And when I was looking up, um, just existing franchises that have doujins, I stumbled across this one and it has loads of volumes out. <laughs> this, this one is super long, but none of them are connected. I think, I think maybe one or two of them are connected because, um, our good friend Icy Rose is also, uh, has also been keeping up with this one. He let me know that they're not all, um, connected, but some of them, some, some of them do have characters that do come back, but you can just jump into any of them. So I specifically chose volume 10. The reason why I chose volume 10 is because a lot of them, just as another trigger warning, a lot of them have rate. This one does not. The one that I chose. But um, this one, I think the artist is Kizuki Aruchu. And um, they also have someone named Zan listed on there. I'm not really sure. I'm sure one of them did writing. Maybe, yeah. But I, I guess I was like, what writing is there to be done here? Uh, <laughs> the two people have sex and then go to a hot springs. Yeah. <laughs> they may have like, went back and forth I'm guessing the they arc. both collaborated with the art yeah and um the reason why i chose this one is because when i was just glancing through it i was like this art looks very professional so i'm curious if the artist for this but i looked up the name i couldn't find anything i could be wrong maybe i just skipped over something 
couldn't find anything, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is a um, pen name of somebody else who's well-established, because the art was a little bit too professional for me to go, like, this is something this, this guy doesn't do for a living. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this one, if Ava's mostly story, this one is mostly sex, and this one... Um, from here on out, it's probably going to be mostly sex. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Now we're getting into, like, the messy, juicy shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and messy is the word I would use to describe this one. This one and the persona one are super messy. <laughs> okay, that's... We'll get there. So, this one, as Mandy said, has phenomenal art. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it was a little too much dialogue and detail. Like... The beginning, especially when they were like trying to cram all like the setup in like a couple pages, you would turn the page and it was just like I would groan out loud. So I'm like, I have to read all these words that are like like on top of all these like highly detailed like worlds and like set pieces and armor. Like there was just so much noise and like information being blasted at me. I was just like, I I just want to get to the sex. Like you never heard me say that, but I was like, there was just too much there. And honestly, even when there was like the sex things going on, like, like if you just opened a page, you have like no focal point. Like people can read about like flow through a manga page, but there's just so many positions and stuff going on at once that you, it's just overwhelming almost. I thought it's too good. The beginning was really funny. Cause it was like, there's, there's this hunter. Who is has been farming this one monster, trying to get this one particular item. If you played Monster Hunter, everyone has been there, and he's tired of the grind. He even says, "Like I'm tired of find, trying to get this one specific item." But just when it goes to this town that has a hot spring, it's known for having a um, a mixed, uh, mix, yeah, mixed bath. And I just want to go because my partner is a very hot, attractive lady. I want to see her naked. So <laughs> he's complaining. She's like, no, you have to go get this item. And uh, I thought it was kind of funny because he's like, it plays, it talks a lot about like the game mechanics because like in the game of Monster Hunter, you're hunting monsters to get items, to get armor, to build your armor. And everybody's been at that point where you are mix matching armor. And he he says, oh, it'd be really sexy if uh, she had full armor, but just took one piece off. That'd be really erotic. <laughs> really shake things up. Really. And so he comes back and she took everything off but a big, like, cat helmet or palico helmet. It was the funniest yeah. shit to me. He's like, this isn't what I had in mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was cracking. It, was, it had a little bit of humor in there that I liked. But, um... Then she switches and she puts all her armor on except for the pants. And he's like, oh, now we're getting somewhere. And then from there on. It was a little awkward, though. Like, they weren't really in a relationship. They were kind of just like partners. And she was, like, not really connected to him. And he's like, yeah, but we'd be real good friends. And I guess she, like, tried to fulfill his request. It was a little strange, but it wasn't a deal breaker. From what I have heard about the rest of the series, that's that's definitely stiff off. So, (laughs) um, (laughs) yeah. Icy warned me about the rest of it, which I appreciate. But, um, yeah, from there on, it had very, very highly detailed sex. Um, I'm not a fan of foot jobs, and there's a lot of that in here. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, there's, it's a very veiny member, mm-hmm. let's say that, and it's a lot of foot stuff at the beginning. So both of those things are not quite to my taste. So if that's your thing, you got a lot of good details yeah. for it, but... Um, I kind of passed. I always crack up at the hentai when there's foot stuff because I look at the feet and they look like more like hands. I'm like, how are your toes moving that way? I could never move my toes. 
her toes are like wrapping around his like sack and i'm just like "Mm, yeah i no i guess i'm i'm kind of impressed but not really the worst part is she's you know jerking him off with her feet and then she turns around and blows and i'm like oh (laughs) your feet were just there (laughs) as a person who does not like feet it was awful for me (laughs) yeah that was well it was also strange because he gets her like to take her pants off whatever and then he like lies down on the floor completely naked and he's like, okay, now sit on my face. And she does it. And then he gets a boner. And then she's like, ah, I guess you're a pervert. And you're like, that you only just realized it? <laughs> yeah. That's seven steps ago. You should have been putting the pieces together. But uh, like, it is very well drawn. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like the flow of the characters or the, just like I said, the panels. There's just, there was too much sex at once. I didn't, it's, I don't know. Yeah, but if you are looking for that like if you i mean of course if you're going into hentai you know for the purpose of sex this is a really good one like the the art is very good and very nicely nice and clean and um yeah it looked a little bit too professional for me like i'm not, not i'm sorry not it didn't look too professional for me it made it looked so professional that i was like there's no way this is a person who doesn't do this for a living this is <laughs> definitely yeah, a full-time yeah. Yeah, but I thought what was really funny at the end is that um, the piece that he got and he finally won, she used for her armor, which is really funny. She comes out, and he's like, "When did you get that armor?" It was crack. It was cracking me up. But yeah, there are tons of these. So if this one has like, if the kinks in this one are not to your liking, which are like most of it's pretty vanilla, but um, I mean, of course, very messy. You know, <laughs> there's sweat and shit everywhere, but um, yeah. not not literally shit but you know like sweat and uh, <laughs> bodily fluids but um if you're not into like the a foot job thing then there are like loads of other volumes out there that you can try but it looks and I would really say, nice besides the next one we're gonna be talking about like this one felt like the best because the world of monster hunter is so open and like people make their own content for it mm-hmm. i feel like this was the best representation of the series it was getting info from Besides Eva, which was just a fanfic, yeah. and the Gintama one, which captured the humor well. Like this, like you said, captured what it meant to like be playing Monster Hunter and grinding for gear and getting the quests and like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I thought it did well in that department. Alrighty. And what was the name of that again? Um, the title is Monhan no Erohan, or if you want me to spell it out, it's like um, M-O-N-H-N, which is like the Japanese way of saying Monster Hunter, is like the abbreviation, no Erohan, which is E-R-O-H-O-N. And yeah. I read it on nhentai.net, so you can find it there. I'm sure it's on a lot of other hentai sites. And we'll have well. all the, uh, the names of these on the, uh, on the doc. And I'll also put links to them on the doc so that you can find them easily. Um, nice. <laughs> the next one was a Gintama one, which I chose because I thought, ah, Gintama, that might be kind of funny. And I specifically chose one with Sukiyo, which is my favorite uh, female character. Best ship, objectively. Yeah. <laughs> In the series. So um, this one is, let me see, who is the artist? The artist is listed as Crowley, again. Kurori. Kurori. Yeah, it's like C-R-O-W-L-Y. So I don't know who that is and if they are well known for anything else, but um, yeah. Oh, I have it as K U R O U R I. Oh, it That's could be. It could just be the, the how the website the translation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, this one is uh, Sukuyo. If you don't know her in Gintama, she is the, um, you know, one of the uh, guards of Yoshiwara. And uh, she has a long history with uh, Gintoki, our main protagonist. And she is she does work in Yoshiwara, which is like the red light district. But she's kind of like a an assassin guard type for that um, world. And uh, they come across some um, Yoshiwara drugs, which are supposed to enhance like your uh, your um, sex and also make you very horny. And it ends up going off with uh, her in Kentucky in the same room, <laughs> and chaos ensues. So yeah, so this is a thirty-seven page one shot based on like the Eisenko arc, which is like an OVA with like the classic love potion. Mm-hmm gimmick of oh if you consume or ingest or inhale the contents of this bottle whoever you see in the next four seconds uh like intimacy will bloom between you guys so obviously that happens um yeah and this one was originally in japanese and then um i don't know who did the english translation for it and put it up um i'm going to assume not a professional because i don't know there are some parts where i felt like the grammar was maybe a little off or maybe the dialogue felt kind of weird <laughs> i don't know if you felt that as well a bit but honestly like i thought the comedy in this was pretty darn close to true yeah the show like and by comedy i mean pee and poop jokes <laughs> but like there was also a good job of like keeping that comedy into like the moments of intimacy. Mm-hmm. Like they start getting close to one another. And then Gintoki's like, the planet's gravity is too strong. And then like, he like buries his <laughs> face in her breast or, or he's, she's like, okay, you can start moving inside of me now. And he starts doing it. And then he makes like a really weird face. And he's like, there's no way a Shonen jump protagonist would come in the second panel. And <laughs> oh, like, that was so funny. Yes. That's so good. Like <laughs> it kept that level of comedy throughout. And the art was close to the show. Like some things like their eyes and their hair was a little bit off, but mm-hmm. like the wardrobe, the posturing and comedic timing was all there. So yeah. I, I thought it nailed that. One of my favorite parts was, um, what did he say? Like, this is a callback to panel two or something. Like yeah. That. <laughs> and it kept that like meta Gintama humor throughout. It, definitely it was did. really funny. Uh, up until the end where they get caught by, um, by Kagura. Kagura goes in and starts beating Shimpachi. up. Yeah. Starts beating up Gintoki. Like, how dare you, drugger? And yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. Or when he's got, got like the shurikens like thrown at his forehead oh, yeah, earlier. Yeah. Or, or kunai, sorry. The kunai, yeah. yeah. I thought that was really good. Um, the only part where I was like kind of squinting my eyes a little is when they're like, when he's like saying that Tsukuyo and the girls of Yoshiwara are naive. I'm like, no, they're not. They're part of the red light district. This is what they do. I mean, maybe I could argue like because she's not like involved with that trade. Like True. she definitely isn't like maybe you could say like in the side of love. She hasn't really been seen as a woman in that regard. So she, I, I, I could make a case. But yeah, it seemed like, yeah, she's around this all the time. Like she. Yeah. She should be aware of what's like going on. I feel like they had on. a lot of like sex jokes in Gintama where like there was that one time where she was like uh, showed up in his room as part of like to thank him because she was going to like sleep with him. And he's like. No. Because, <laughs> of course, he's a shonen protagonist. He can't do that. That was really funny, yeah. though. I'm a shonen protagonist. So I good. can't come in the second panel. <laughs> I could just read a whole dojin, though, of just Sukuyo blushing. It's the best. Yeah, I love her. Uh, and they kept, like, her sendere attitude throughout the whole thing. Exactly. Exactly. But like, like she... sendere, but also very mature attitude is really good. 
and obviously I'm really don't like scenes where like characters are like being forced against their will to do something. And you could say, Oh, well they wouldn't have been doing this if it wasn't for this chemical, like love potion, like that's against their will. But like, it's clearly just bringing out what they really wanted to do all along. So like I was very forgiving of it. I will say uh, the scene with the semen uh, looks like a Gintama title screen where it's way too much and all over the place. Like (laughs) so fitting though. (laughs) It is. It really is. Like if anyone's seen an episode of Gintama where they have really long titles and it's like in this really messy, like scratched out kanji art style. Like that's what the semen looked like. Just absurd. It was. Yeah. As far as the sex scenes, like they were um, nothing too crazy went on. It was very messy, but it wasn't like, you know, nobody was giving a foot chop or anything like a very gross looking foot chop. I feel like people would like this just to see Sukuyo and Gintoki together more than yes, like, yeah. I want to see some really well done sex or like unique sex. Like it was just, it's the characters I like and they're together and it's kind of cute and it's funny. It does do the scene in that a lot of hentai do where um, the guy is like invisible and you get to see like, just like the woman's like, uh, vagina massively open. I don't like that. Yeah, that was the only panel I, I didn't That's like. never a good look. <laughs> It's kind of gross. Uh, that and like um, X-ray ones are always bad. I, I hate them. <laughs> but overall, I thought it was I thought it was pretty fun and cute. So I love Sukuyo and Gintoki. Those are my favorite ships. <laughs> yeah, it was it was well done. Similar to Eva, where I was like going in cautious. Like there there's no way it's going to capture the essence of the show. Mm-hmm. But I was surprised. So yeah, uh, fine. And the last one is um, Persona 5, uh, or it's just called P5, either Harlem or Harem. They translate it both ways. And this one is by Tachibana Omina, who is a very well-known hentai artist. He did the art, he wrote the um, hentai Tales of a Harem in Another World, which is also getting uh, an anime, and we have been reviewing it for a while, so (laughs) Uh, this is uh, one of his. And he did one for Persona 5. And this one, uh, I think, honestly, this is my least favorite out of them. I, I was going to ask when we got through them, like, which one of these, like, if you had to have a role or, like, if you were in, like, would you be most into or least into? Um, and I don't like, I don't like this one. I, no, yeah. This is, this is uh, the classic, what we've all done, obviously, the classic seven way with one guy and six girls. And it's just, it looks really nice yeah no it looks professional because he is a professional (laughs) yeah but like there's a certain amount when there's that many characters just like just this weird fleshy monster of like limbs and overstimulation and saliva and stuff that where i'm just like i can't even like fathom like how it's just uncomfortable like when there's that much going on i don't I will say that it is very nicely drawn, very clean, and all the characters are very, very attractive. So if you are into, like, the messy sex, this is it, because there's just cum and sweat everywhere. And, uh, you know, it's a big orgy. They're all, like, you know, um, you know, all, all together. Like Mason said, a big flesh pile. But I think what I hate is just that... It feels creepy to me with the protagonist because he is the silent protagonist. Of course, he's the protagonist of a Persona series. But I felt kind of bad because he's literally not saying anything. And he kept that, like, very quiet, um, 
almost it's just being used yeah it kept everyone's it, being I, I don't know it kept that up through the whole manga which i don't like i think i honestly would have felt better if they gave him like a personality what's like somewhat of a personality and lines having him being silent was creepy but i also know that like some people like that in a hentai where you know the guy doesn't say anything because they want to focus on the girls so if you're into it for the hot girls they're here but um i mean sorry i I guess the setup is kind of almost enduring where like you have three girls who are obviously all like joker and then joker is doing like uh, currently doing a three-way with like uh, a couple other people but then like they're like oh he's our man and like goes into like protect their turf like that's kind of endearing and sweet and i'm glad futaba wasn't involved because i think she's just a little young (laughs) but like like I like this little rivalry going on between the two groups. Uh it's cute but like I don't know. It's it's professional, it's well done, but it's just not I don't know. I'm I'm flipping through it again now and just every page has just got the sweat filter mm-hmm. on maximum, which is fine. There's a whole there's a whole uh manhwa called Sexercise where literally it's just a gym for people to have sex together as like a form of working out. Like that's understandable. This, I don't know. It's just, it's just a mass of limbs and it's gross. And I, I, there's like a scene where like Joker's only got so many body parts and like there's three girls like laying on top of one another with their parts just exposed, like in a single file line, uh, which leads to a cum fall later. Almost funny, but it's like, I feel bad for the poor guy. He's got, he's got no help out there. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, if you're curious what characters are in it, it does have uh, Makoto and um, Sadayo, who I believe is the teacher, I believe, um, Haru and Hifumi. So those are the... And, the, and of course, Joker. Uh, are we forgetting one? The doctor lady. Wait, no. What was the doctor's I thought there were six. Woman? What was the doctor's name? Was it... Um... Yeah, she is in Maybe here. Not- yeah. She is, but she doesn't have black hair in here. She has, like, brown hair. Like, she still has the choker, maybe. I don't know. There's enough girls in there of all the types, and they all look really good. Um, Dr. Persona... I forgot her name, so I'm going to check it out. Uh, Takemi, that's her name. So, yeah, she's also in here. I forgot about that, yeah. So it's all, like, very mature-looking people. It's all, like, safe. It's all consensual. That's all good. No one becomes pregnant. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you get the shots where, like, six of them are just lined up in, like, a trough, and he just, like, goes down the line. I feel and just, bad for him. Cause see, I do. I, it would be different if he was into it and they gave him personality. It wouldn't feel so creepy. <laughs> if he was No, like, they gave him drugs so he could be more firm, which yeah, uh, I don't know why being drugs. more firm matters. Yeah. <laughs> And, and yeah, and they even make the comment of, "Oh, he's a high school kid. We shouldn't be doing this." But we're adult women. I'm like, "Ooh, it's creepy." <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't like any time in any of these that someone says like, "Oh, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna ring you dry." Yeah. I'm just like, I don't want anything to be wrong. That's not. It's not a good. I don't want that. <laughs> but that panel with Anne, like, uh, like leaning over him with just her bra on, is a really nice, um, like, drawing. I think the women in it are very attractive. So I don't know. I think like single pages of this work, but when it's page after page after page, I'm just like, it's, 
it's but I think too much. If you are going into this for you know a very specific purpose, this is this could be a very good one, like the Monster Hunter one. If you're not into it, oh. like kind of like as like a cute little ha 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 moment, um, and you just want like just straight sex that is like very um, over the top, this this would be definitely for you. And there's something to be said for like. Uh, this is like the media like you can do anything in this media why would you just draw like plain vanilla one and one sex when you have a universe to explore different options why not really live out fantasies of people and go with this absurd thing like and also feel like I, there's something to be said for that and also the harem is kind of part of persona vibe you get in trouble if you get end up with a harem <laughs> exactly so i don't know it I could see a lot of people being this and seeing this and be like, oh, this is one of my favorites. I love it. I, I like all these characters and I like seeing them together and kind of all enjoying each other. Like that's there's fun in that, but mm-hmm. it's not for me. Um, there's also an afterword where he talks about how he really loves the game and he did this specifically for Comic Cat. So um, he was excited to sell it there. So another another uh, Comic Cat Dojin. But um, yeah, so. Out of all of them, which one was your favorite? Oh my goodness. Let's see. I was the most impressed with the retake, Mm -hmm. but I I think in the name of this podcast, I think, (laughs) I think the Gintama one was not the sexiest or the most like, stimulating if i'll use that word but like gintama just like took the source material and had a fun spin on it and mm-hmm. that was cute and it wasn't it was the least offensive also yeah despite the pee and poop jokes <laughs> yeah retake is definitely the best one but again not really much of a hentai it's just kind of like a drama that has the occasional sex scene in it but um, out of the other three, um, I think Manhan had some really nice, very nicely drawn sex scenes. But the Gintama one is just too funny. I was, I had a lot of fun reading that one. So I don't know. I think, I think those yeah. those two are definitely my favorite. Like you. I mean, I didn't hate any of them. I was just less into some of the mm-hmm. foot parts yeah. or the. Other stuff, yeah, no, none of these were like really bad. It's just, um, yeah, Persona 5 one wasn't really my thing, <laughs> but uh, I would definitely want to do this again. I, yeah. I like I said, I like reading these more than watching some stuff, so I agree. If listeners, if there's any specific ones that you like, or if there's any like franchises where you're like, oh, that would be an interesting thing. Let us know, because I I can't say I am always on the lookout for these things. It's usually yeah. just what falls into my lap. There's a whole world of crazy dojins out there. Like, I was, like, looking through Faku, and there's, like, so many very well-known um, franchises have dojins. And I'm like, I can't even imagine what's in there. So I'd love to find more funny ones, like the Gintama, Gintama one. I'm curious what other ones are out there. But, I mean, isn't it like a real life? What is it? Rule thirty four. Yeah, I think so. If like and it exists, there is porn yeah, of it. Like yeah, yeah. If there's especially in like anime, where like you can so easily capture a likeness or a style on the paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 
Uh, it scares me, but nonetheless, I'm ready to wade into these waters. <laughs> and I think sometimes it's also just fun reading like ships happen that you uh, that would never, absolutely never happen, but you're kind of like. Ooh, but what if? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It explores, like, you know, the hero and the uh, villain hooking up together. That, that stuff's always fun to, like, imagine. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a little more imagination that goes into these. And like I said, it doesn't have to deal with budget and mm-hmm. showing these things at 15 frames a second. Yeah. It's like, nah, it's it's good. So, no queen no, I had bees. a lot of fun reading these. <laughs> yeah, no queen bees, no gins in here. Yeah. Can we get a Queen Bee movie doujin? That's what the people want. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. But, um, yeah, so our reviews for the hentai that we chose should be coming out next week when Mitz comes back. So that way we can all review our, review our shows together, if I can speak correctly. And uh, I'll put up links to all of these on our show notes. Um, anything else? Nah, this was a bunch of fun. Good idea. Thank you. Yeah. And I guess we will see you all next time. Thank you so much for supporting us. Bye, guys. Go read some doujins. (laughs) 